and welcome to the fourth episode of the Codex Podcast, everybody. I am your host, Jamie Wojcik, and with me, as always, is the forbidden cake himself, Sonny Kruger. How's it going, buddy? Right here. Hey, guys. Going good. Ready for episode number four of the Codex Podcast. Oh, uh, buddy. But, uh, yeah, if you didn't catch uh, what we were just talking about previously on the pre-show... Uh, we were going over Vin Diesel memes and talking about some of our favorites. So if you guys want to hear that and, you know, our potential updates coming up, go check out the pre-show at uh, twitch.tv slash Podcast and follow, maybe, please, dear God. You should, because family. Yeah, because family. Dom Toretto would definitely follow us if we just been like, we're family. Yeah. One last round. <laughs> what? For another... For how many episodes we have left? <laughs> one last stream. One last ride. <laughs> yeah, one last stream. <sighs> <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, so... Okay. Last week, well, what, we had all big, big episode. So, this week's going to be uh, a lot shorter, I think. It's not going to be like an yeah, hour and... What would it come out to? Like an hour and 20 minutes? Yeah, almost time I have something like that. Yeah, this this week's gonna be a short. We do got some news finally, so we're gonna be going over that. Um, finally, I got a little bit of a surprise for Sonny. And then, uh, and and I if you have a surprise for you too. Yeah, so if you guys go check out the pre-show, Sonny always has to up me. I'm like, dude, I got a surprise for you this week, and he's like, I got one for you too. Now, it's just gonna be like confetti blowing up behind him or something. It's gonna be amazing. Oh, one might say it's amazing. Yeah, I think we got a, a great topic of the week, too. If you guys haven't seen that, check all of yeah. our social medias from Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, I don't know what else we're on. Pretty soon, probably Snapchat, I think. We're going to do that. TikTok. We're going to do TikTok. We want to do TikTok, Sonny? Or no? No? Okay. Um, good. I mean, or dances, <laughs> or, you know, we, we may have to do our own Vin Diesel meme, you know, but I don't know how TikTok would do it, though. One of us has to get a shotgun. One of us has to drive a car, like, 100 miles per hour. Yeah. Sonny, that would not be you for the car. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yes, you get the car. <laughs> I get the shotgun. You know how the one who knows how to handle the weapons, you know, like in the, the video with the, the hatchet? Yeah, you, you, you were totally aiming not straight at one point yeah. with it. So. Um, and then uh, also today we have two reviews going on. So Sonny gave me the Judas Contract from teen titans and i gave sonny uh deceased so we'll be going over those um a little bit changed uh we've talked about in the pre-show a couple times now that uh after today's review it's going to be sonny giving me a book and we're both going to review that same book and then after we review that one i'll give sonny one we'll review that one that way it's not we could we could focus more on one story than trying to Go as quickly as possible to get through both of ours. We can actually put time and, you know, actually sound like we know what we're talking about a little bit. So, right. it should be good. And, sorry, cut you off? But, like um, you know, in, in the pre-show, I kept saying that I have a, I came up with a plan to deal with all the lagging because it's getting on my nerves. And, you know, I talk and then it doesn't go with my mouth. So, my plan is this. There you go, my Spider-Man. That that should be. Spider-Man. They should have been put. You can still see your mouth move though. That's the best part. 
but a little bit. Hopefully not too much. Hopefully the lagging you can't be able to tell. Okay, so hopefully you won't be able so to tell. So we're doing we're doing the whole episode with Sonny and in his uh mask. Spider Man mask. Oh, great. Well hopefully, you never know. I may it's like ninety degrees here. Oh no, it's going down. <laughs> well eighty two for right now and you know, the sun likes to shine right in my face during the episodes. So if I get too hot you may see me throw it off. Oh yeah. Take it off. Um so not taking it off. You gotta pay. Now, I'm not cheap. Now that Sonny has cut me off, as uh, usual in every episode, we'll get it. You got me a lot last week. You got me a lot last week when I watched. I had over. to because I, I owed you. Um, but I'm supposed. I'm supposed to be the one who cuts you yeah, off. Yeah, I know. But something. But then when you do it to me, it's, it's kind of rude when you do it to I me. I know. I know people like that. It's, it's fine. Me. You're 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 just like the majority of the people in my life. Everything's right for you. Um. So, we're going to break into some news for the week. Um, first hot topic issue we had, uh, the passing of Richard Donner. Um, for those of you who don't know, he is the man that made us believe a man could fly. Uh, director of Superman. And, I mean, I went through his list, Sonny. It was like Goonies, uh, Lethal Weapon. Lethal, lethal Weapon. Yeah, Lethal Weapon. There was just a laundry list of big... Movies this man has made. Um, I had... I don't follow directors that much. I don't know about you, Sonny. Um, but sure. the one thing, when I did move up to Wisconsin, my uncle's like, you gotta watch... He's not a big comic book fan. He hate, he doesn't really pay attention to any of that stuff. But he's like, you gotta see Superman 2, the Richard Donner cut. I'm like, you what? And he's like, yeah, yeah. They, he released it so many years after the fact. And that was the first time I've actually seen that cut. And I, I mean, I've seen all the old Superman movies, but that one, I was like, okay, this guy, amazing. And then to see like everything else he did is just mind blowing. So it's, it's a hard pass or hard passing for everything that's going on. Like one of the pioneers is now gone and now we got Henry Cavill running around with Cape, I think still. Um, I don't know that he just basically made that world for us. Yeah, yeah, especially since it was back in the seventies when you didn't see big superhero movies made, and you know if if that original Superman wasn't so popular, who knows what would have happened if they ever would have really continued making superhero movies. And then because of his passing, I made sure to I was like, okay, let me look up and see some more things he's done. And they said, yeah, how, how you saw the, the Richard Donner cut of Superman 2. Because they said he filmed most of it. And then there was a falling out with the producers and they completely took his name off of it. So it's good that, you know, many years later they finally gave him his own cut. And then, like we said, the Goonies. And for those of you who don't know, the Goonies, um, Josh Brolin is in there who happens to play two of my favorite Marvel characters, Cable and Thanos. Yeah. So there's a little something for the Goonies, and then like, like we said, Lethal Weapon one through four, and they also said before Superman, Richard Donner directed some episodes of some popular TV shows like The Twilight Zone, yeah. The Man from Uncle, and uh, Gilligan's Island. So he worked his way up. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I saw the Gilligan's Island thing, and I was like, really? He did that too? I was like, hmm, okay. I didn't know about The Man from Uncle though. Yeah. So yeah, uh, you know. Wish the best for the family that he had and left behind, but the man was a pioneer in himself. He will be missed. 
Um, so, uh, we got our first look at the new suits, thanks to the toys, for Spider-Man No Way Home. Sonny, what are your thoughts so far? Because I know there was two. There was that uh, all black, and then... The all black one, and the one with like, a bit of gold. Yeah, yeah, that one too. I didn't really think much. I mean, I saw him. I was just like, okay, you know, a new movie. They're doing something else. I mean, I wasn't too blown away, but I'm not too, I'm not like mad about it. So, yeah, not too much. I don't have much of an opinion on well, that. You, what about they, you? They're try like, people are trying to be like, oh, the black suit is actually them trying to say Venom is part of Spider-Man universe. And it isn't just based around uh, just Sony's solo uh, Venom. Like, he's going to be a part of it with, uh, what do you call it, Multiverse of Madness. And I'm just like, you guys are reaching really hard to get Venom into the MCU. Did you not see what happened with Topher Grace? Like, <laughs> the first time they yeah. tried to interact? Uh, yeah. Oh, geez. Well. But they did, I mean, the suits do look cool. They did that whole, what was it, uh, Night Monkey, if I'm right, uh, from the last movie. Um. So I think there's going to be like a total of three suits total in the new one. It's going to be the one from the last movie, that new one he made with Stark Tech, and then the two new ones that we have no idea what they are, but everyone thinks it's going to be Venom. So I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I I really don't got much on them. They look kind of cool. I, I want to know what, like, what they do or what they're for. So can't really do anything until seeing it. Yeah. Um. On top of that, and we had. I don't. I'm. I'm just gonna find out if you care, because if you don't, we're moving on. Um. Uh, I was about caring. I was gonna say that you never know, because that, to me it doesn't look like I said, not too bad, not too good. But if it looked really bad, you never know what could something could happen, like with the character Sonic, when so many people complained about how we. Oh yeah, that that's a studio changed him. Great yeah. point. Yeah. No, they 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 changed that the whole movie. <laughs> Yeah, but it needed it needed to change. Yeah, but uh, with that we had the uh, news that Tom Holland is actually dating. Was it Zendaya? Zendaya. Do do we care or do you care? I mean, does it it affect (laughs) you directly? Good, good for them if they're if they're happy. Good. I just hope. You know, you never want to see anything when it's like, oh, so-and-so no longer wants to do scenes with them. Yeah, and, and, so and, and taking anybody that's out. what I was thinking, too, is that that's probably the hardest thing. I mean, I honestly, it doesn't shock me at all, I guess. I, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't, I really have no care for it. But, I mean, it's big news. Tom Holland. Aw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like I said, if, it, if the movie can stay the same and there's, there's no changes because of it, then I'm fine. Whatever. Good luck to them. Right. Um, so, moving on to another controversial subject that is involving Harley Quinn again. And it is the fact that... Because uh, we ha- it's DC Pride Month. And they're coming out with these covers that, you know, just are pride-oriented. It's it's 2021. People get used to it, you know? <laughs> um but an artist, I'm trying to remember his name because I didn't put it up, but uh, he uh, drew Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn kissing, which 
yeah, they they've already established that in the comics that that's what they are now. They're a couple. They're a thing. There's no yeah. way around it. It's already in continuity. I mean, it's in Elseworld titles. It's in every other title, you know. But uh, DC went around them and basically made it look like Poison Ivy was kissing her cheek instead. So you just took someone's artwork, approved it, and then someone up, I guess, on top, like in the upper echelon was like, mm-mm, not happening. Uh, switched some stuff around. And they did, and they were blowing up Twitter about it because I, it is unfair to me. It is. I mean, we, how we live now is you kind of just are used to it. it. Is it shouldn't be a bother anymore to me? But taking someone's art that they worked, you don't even know how many hours on, and changing it up because of one kiss is a problem. That makes no sense. Yeah. And had they they've kissed before in other comics, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, there was yeah, yeah. So. it was there was the one right after uh, she like or Harley like beat the crap out of Joker for being abusive to her. But that was that was okay. We saw that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, I don't get why why change. Like I said, especially to change somebody's artwork, it is it is very insulting. And then, like I said, if they wanted, they could have talked with them, say, hey. Do you think you can change this up? But I don't see why the need to change it from a kiss on the cheek. I mean, excuse me, to change it from a kiss on the lips to say, oh, no, let's make it on the cheek. Right. You know, it's insulting to that. And then obviously with it being Pride Month, and if you're going to want to push to celebrate Pride, then don't get mad when an artist has two of the female characters kiss each other. Yeah, I mean, how many, like even Batwoman, how many, I've seen it so many times. Like, there's no... So it's okay for one, but not okay for the other. Is it... I, I don't know if it's because she's more mainstream or if there's a possibility of her having, like, that bigger following that everyone's like, yeah, let's not do that. You know? Yeah. Me, I don't think it was a smart move. And then, like I said, it's going to get some people, a lot of people mad. Oh, there's a, there's a lot of... I've, ever, I've been looking at, like, the comments and how many times stuff's been retweeted about it. There's a lot of people that are very upset about it. I mean, even me. Like, I was like... Uh, why that you, you just ruined that uh, like that artist for me, not not ruined him, but like you ruined what he did. You took you took yeah. that credibility away work. from him. Yeah. So I don't know. And then now that makes him probably uncomfortable. Like when he works on something, they thought might be going through his head of, are they going to change my work? Is should I not do this or that? But I don't want to feel like that again. The way when they you know, changed my picture, so... But, like, and then you gotta think, how does that affect the rest of the comic book world as artists that are even in, just in the big two, Marvel and DC? How how are they gonna perceive their work from that point forward? Are they gonna have to be more lenient and be like, okay, well, if that, you know, didn't work out, maybe I shouldn't do this, and then they gotta rethink themselves. You know, that it, it, it's not... It, just because it happened to one doesn't mean everyone else isn't gonna be affected by it. Yeah, you know that, that that's a whole community. That's you know that's everyone's commission, artist-wise. That's everybody's cover. That's interior pages. What now? They gotta what walk on eggshells because of what one photo or one uh, one panel? It it, may, it it it's probably the worst decision I've ever seen made. <laughs> yeah, it was a bad one. It was not smart. Not at all. But 
moving on again, we did get some cryptic photos from Hugh Jackman this week. Him with Kevin Feige, which everyone's been wanting Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine in the MCU, just even if it's a cameo. But he did post, like I said, a photo with Kevin Feige. He also posted, uh, I don't know if you've seen the artist, uh, Boss Logic. He does a lot of, like, the superhero kind of, like, he did the first mock-up for uh, The Rock as Black Adam. Stuff like that. But he did one of, you just seen uh, the arm and the claws of Wolverine. Yeah, Yeah, so, I don't know, is there, you you know, this whole, to me, this whole multiverse of madness thing and Spider-Man No Way Home... It's getting a little blown out of proportion for me now. Like there, at first I was hyped because you heard Jamie Foxx coming back as Electro in one. You heard uh, that we're gonna get the original Doc Ock back. Uh, then we get two other or Toby uh, was it Toby McGuire and Andrew Garfield possibly returning as Spider Man doing that. And then you hear about Doctor Strange where it's everything's open. And I mean, is there any? Do you basically do you want to see him make at least a cameo? I think it'd be cool. Like, yeah, I really like you, Jackman. You know, I'm a big fan of the X Men. But uh, like I said, I think a lot of it's getting blown out of proportion now. Every character, oh, is this gonna? Are they gonna be in there every time they, somebody like you know says something? They're gonna try to put it with those two movies. And now I, I can only imagine how many fake movie trailers we're gonna see. Right, and it to me, it, it, if you're gonna introduce. Hugh Jackman, even as a cameo, you got to explain the mutants then. Like, there's no way, there's no workaround. Like, if he's a part of it, he, you got to have something in there that, you know, solidifies there's mutants in the MCU or at least surrounding. You know what I mean? So, yeah. we're going to do something a little bit fun right now. We're going to come, we have, we're basically going to come up with our own theories on how we think the mutants should enter if it's through the multiverse of madness you want me to go first sonny sure take it away so my idea is simple if you're gonna have hugh jackman come in and do a cameo you should have somebody somehow like capture him and then maybe get a vial of his blood somehow you know what i mean so that way you can try to replicate what he is even if they use the Matt Striker, is it Matt Striker, right? Uh, he's striker. Striker. I'm, I'm probably thinking of wrestling because yeah. of that one dude. But uh, but Striker, um, you can use him in the MCU version and just be like, I didn't know he existed. I want to make him here. And then have that be a way to start it. Um, it'd even be cool to see, like, them steal like a like I said a vial of blood from him and then make X twenty three and have like her usher in like that whole mutant aspect get her going because she she hasn't gotten the credibility she deserves through the comics at least she uh I think she's a great character I think she'd fit in perfect anywhere with the whole uh the whole mutant conglomerate that we got um or just like pull some like someone gets left like if they do do the whole uh multiverse thing have someone get left behind make it deadpool you know he he's part of the whole disney franchise now 
he slips like you see Hugh Jackman leave and then you know portal closes and Deadpool's back there like what about me <laughs> you guys gonna send me back yeah. and then that's how you like open that door yeah. so that's from you yeah that, that's what that, I mean that's my kind of thought on it I there, there's so many ways you can go about it but if you're gonna use oh, yeah. the multiverse of madness that that'd be my doorway in it's good how you mentioned Deadpool because I remember I saw something after Stan Lee passed away, and you know how he always made the cameos. Yeah, someone's like, "Oh, that'd be cool if they had Deadpool doing cameos." Yeah, just waving now. in the background or something, or eating a hot dog, you know. So, they'd be a good way to to do that. So for me, I was gonna say I would say something with Magneto. How the MCU already has the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, so they are his children. So it would be good to have something along the lines of. They can meet Magneto through Scarlet Witch, and either he could be a villain for somebody, or even just have like a quick, some kind of conversation to kind of lead them into Magneto, and then they could lead to the others. But yeah, like I said, there's there's been so much you can do. Even like I said, those uh, the, the Spider-Man and this the Doctor Strange ones going into all the multiverses, they can come across him almost anybody. Right. Any. So like I said obviously Wolverine would be really cool. But yeah, I mean, even for me, I'd say to maybe do it through Magneto, possibly a little bit through Xavier. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you you, you got there's so many ways they could go about it. I mean, right now, even with the uh, the Loki TV show, without giving too much away, it, it is dealing with a lot with you know playing around with the multiverse and consequences and what could happen, and all this other stuff. I won't go too much into it because I know you probably haven't seen it yet, but. Yeah. So that that that's my theory. I mean, I know I think I think yours is more sound, especially with the whole Magneto aspect. Cuz yeah, you do got them established already. All you got to do is change probably one or two things and it's back. Yeah. So. All right. So see. it'll be it'll be good to see it, you know, how they bring in the X-Men to the MCU. Right. So my little surprise for Sonny. Now, it's not I'm a big excited. surprise. It's not, it's not a big surprise, but it's a little surprise. Last week, Sonny went on, you know, a 20-minute plug of all of his books. Um, not all. And, only, like, a small percentage. Yeah, like 90. Um, 10, like 9%. Yeah, okay. We'll go with that. Whatever you say, bud. Um, but he did bring up the fact that I was writing for a while, and I did stop. I had my reasons, and Sonny kind of pushed me to want to start again, so just to let everyone know, I have been writing concepts up. Um, I'm hoping to have something done within the next two to three months. That's my timeline for me, to have a sound, at least first issue of a comic, something everyone can see and read. I'm not too worried about the art right now. But just basically a story. That's that's what I'll, I'll put it out. I'll put it on our page when it's done, and you can blame Sonny for how horrible it's gonna be when I do it. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it, man. Uh, like I said, I'm looking forward to it. And now you said you gave yourself a time, uh, so now everyone's gonna be wondering, hey, didn't he say within this? Yeah, they're gonna months? Go, they're, they're gonna go. They're gonna go back to episode four and be like. Look at all that lagging back then. It was yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he did say two or three months, didn't he? All right, man. Well, good luck to you. Keep on with it. And I'd like to hear that you're you know, working on concepts and things like that. Yeah. And now uh, I guess Sonny uh, wants to one-up me and have a surprise of his own. So, Sonny, what do you got for me, bud? Oh, uh, surprise. Uh, that'll come later with the uh, when, we, when we're doing the reviews. And, uh, oh, dear God. Okay. A little after we're the gonna, reviews, yeah. So we're, we're going that route. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So now we're on the topic of the week, which is one of my favorite segments that we actually do because, you know, we talk about comics and we talk about comic book characters, so why not? Um, this week's topic of the week. Now, when I posted it, it sounded right in my head. Basically, it was what character, hero, or villain would you move basically from DC to Marvel and from Marvel to DC? Now, I said that as one move to the other and then vice versa. Not a trade, just who would you like to see in each universe? Everyone obviously thought that I meant let's just trade them. So we're going to go with the best answer so far for the top three. And the first person I have is Dan Kelly, who says, I think it would be interesting to see the Joker as part of the Spider-Man's rogues. Uh, as for heroes, I'd move Nightwing over to Marvel. He would be completely out from under Batman's shadow and would fit in good with Marvel, which I think is a great answer. I, I, I do. Um, next up we have Mark Hoon, who gave a short answer, which was basically a trade, uh, Dr. Doom for Lex Luthor. Uh, he said, I think it would liven up both universes, which I do agree with. (laughs) It'd be interesting to see. And then lastly, Alexander Para, Moon Knight swap for Batman. DC would have to adopt a new moral compass, and Marvel would have a hero on par with the greatest masterminds. So, with those out the way, and thank all three of you guys for your answers, Sonny, if you could take one person from DC and put them in Marvel, who would it be? And if you could take one person from Marvel, I think I said that, and put them in DC, who would it be? Alright, so for me... For Marvel to DC, I would do Deadpool. I think okay. De- Deadpool is always fun, and just to make him... We've seen him with so many characters in Marvel. I think it'd be really fun to see him with DC characters, especially like Batman, like how Batman is serious. And I can only... I can just picture Deadpool getting inside of the Batcave and all the things he'd do and the jokes he can make with Batman Still the and Bat-mobile. all these TVs. <laughs> Yeah, and I can only imagine what Batman would catch Deadpool watching on all the TVs. Okay, yeah, I do like that pick. So, I really do. Thank you. So my pick from Marvel to DC is Deadpool. My pick from DC to Marvel is the Joker. I would like say the Joker, obviously always entertaining, always pretty crazy, and I can almost see him like Kingpin thinking he can get Joker to work for him, but you know, you can't trust the Joker. The Joker's, you know, insane. And I would really like to see him more take on somebody, the Joker take on somebody like a Daredevil or Wolverine. But for me, the most person I would like to see the Joker face off with is the Punisher. I could see that just being like super violent all around and just all around entertaining. And I could see them really doing a lot of damage to one another. That, that I would buy every issue and variant cover for that series if they did one like that. Oh, yeah. They, they kind of did that whole Batman Punisher thing. And it wasn't Batman when they did it. 
So, I mean, it was a letdown, but Punisher versus Joker would be outstanding. Oh, yeah. So, so those are your picks? That's my pick. Deadpool right. to DC and Joker <clears throat> to Marvel. How about you? Oh, uh, so the Marvel to DC, or, yeah, Mar- Marvel character to DC, I would have to go with Moon Knight. And a lot of people try to, like, put Moon Knight as Marvel's Batman, which he really isn't. But Moon Knight has, I don't know if you've ever read anything with Moon Knight, have you? No, I've been looking at, like, which one to get. Because I was, I was looking at some epic collections, but, like, right now I have a lot to catch up on. But I'm like, right. I need to get well, to beating Moon Knight soon. I almost have everything Moon Knight related. So, if you, after this, we'll talk about it. I'll, I'll show you where to go. Um, but he has split personality disorder. He has three different personalities and they all talk to him. (laughs) Nice. Uh, I don't know how it, it, I don't know how you would match that in the DC universe. He's kind of his own thing. Uh, he was with the West coast Avengers for a while, but I don't know him be just him being in. It would be like having Batman without his rules. Like, his set of ways. There would be no, like, don't kill him. It'd be like, if we gotta beat him, we gotta beat him. So, I think that would be a good trade-off. And then for DC to Marvel, I'm, I'm going with Lex Luthor. And you know how amazing it would be to see him try to take over everything Dr. Doom has put together. Or even him go after Kingpin and take everything that he has. That would be... I don't even know. It'd be astronomical, in my opinion, to see that happen. And then this... He's basically tried to beat superman every which way who 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 would stand up to hit like who who would be his downfall there you know so those are my picks i i i, I would love to see those two happen i mean i would love to see a dc and marvel crossover again but i don't think we're ever gonna see that for a while <laughs> yeah. uh, and like i said uh, how you mentioned lex luther i think it'd be Interesting to see him take on uh, Reed Richards, you know, to the yeah battle, just a minds, battle yeah. of the minds. Yeah, it, it it the sky's the limit if you switch him over there. Like, there's no way around it. So those were our picks. Thank you again to the people that actually uh, yeah, thank you put out their answers, and we'll be posting the next one here shortly. Now in to the reviews. So I gave Sonny deceased, written by Tom Taylor. And Sonny gave me Tales of the Teen Titans, The Judas Contract by Marv Wolfman. I think Sonny should go first on this one. Okay. So me, so. For, for Deceased. I'm taking it off. Even though I'm doing the uh, most talking, now is probably the time I'm going to lag the most. Probably. Don't worry, they won't hear this on Spotify. Or they won't see it on Spotify. They'll just hear it. Yeah. Sonny okay. has taken so off his mask, by the way. <laughs> yes, I took off my Spider-Man mask. And my whole face is visible. 
So, deceased. Dark side. And to say they take Cyborg and they find out that to get the other half of the anti-life equation, they have to use Cyborg. The long story short, Dark Side gets it, and then it's too much for him. Well, he puts death into it. It's too much for Dark Side, and his brain explodes. He explodes, <laughs> as they say. Dark Side or Dark Side is Dark Side was. <laughs> okay, and then Cyborg, uh, but through the internet and everything, he is unknowingly spreading the virus. Um, I'm not sure if you would call it really a virus or this thing. What's going on? He's spreading death, I'll basically say. He's spreading death around. So whenever you look at your phone, a TV, anything, and it's getting everybody. Any technology, basically, anyone turns yeah. on or looks at. Yep, any technology. So it's taking everybody. The superheroes, obviously random people, and so all the heroes are teaming up, trying to figure out a way. They're trying to save their families. Um, and throughout it, like I said, I thought it was, for me, I thought it was really fun. It was action-packed. It was interesting to see everybody kind of dealing with all this, kind of zombie-fied almost. And then some hero, some heroes, you see them kind of be taken out pretty quickly from it. I was a little surprised at that. Like Aquaman, Hell Jordan don't last very long. But then you, know, you have your others like Superman's lasting long, Wonder Woman, and these characters are going on. And you basically see, you see most characters from DC, most big ones. For me, it was a, a really fun story. Uh, I like the artwork a lot. I think it's one definitely if you want to see all different kinds of characters in uh, DC. If you want to see your favorite superheroes, this is definitely a book to go to. You see everybody. It's more. It's not more story driven. For me, it didn't feel so like story driven. Like we knew, like I said, basically what it's about. Right. But it's kind of a lot of action here, action there. Who could survive? Who just you know got scratched and now it's taken over them. And for me, it was fun. It was interesting. That's action packed. Is one word I'll definitely say. And I felt with each issue, I was getting more into it. And then it was one of those ones where before I knew it, it was over. And yeah, I'm interested to see a little more what could happen. But for me, I, I felt the deceased issue five was the most one that stood out for me, the second last one, okay. especially the ending, but the whole story overwise, or overall, to me, it was a really good story, a really fun read. If you want something action-packed with most of your favorite DC heroes and, and some villains, too, I would recommend it. For me, I said it was a really fun read, and that's mainly why I read comics. I give it a 9.3. Good score, good score. Yeah, no, that, uh, we'll talk after, because I'm trying to remember at the end of issue five. I remember most of it. Um, and definitely, definitely going to try to give you the rest of the reading order for it, because a lot more is explained later on. All right, yeah, because it's a thing, when I finished it, I was like, okay, so the story is continued. It's not one of those ones. No, I was thinking, like, oh, is it all going to be solved? And it's I think not there's all solved. five DC and, stories altogether. Okay. So, so. Uh, do you mean just the regular one that says deceased? Uh, there's deceased. The second one is deceased unkillables. I want to say, oh, okay, stuff which like is three that, issues yeah. that focuses on more Red Hood, um, and what they're doing on the ground. And then there's deceased two, deceased dead planet, 
Uh, and then there's one more where Black Adam's in it, and it's just intent. Deadpool. Or they said Dead Planet, right? Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the last, uh, the last one. But yeah, uh, there's it. It it's well worth the read. I would say. Um, and as for me, Sonny, you again gave me a Jews contract. Now I have seen every. Oh yeah, well. Every interpretation of that comic on the screen. So I've seen uh, the cartoon movie. Um, what they've tried to do in, you know, uh, like Titans. Like the TV or the, the Cartoon Network one. I'll be back in one second. Okay. Um, There's Dexter for anybody that doesn't know. Here we go. I was just telling him Dexter is trying to do the review for me now. Here we go. All right. Yeah. Thanks for holding that up, bud. Um, but like I said, I've seen almost every iteration of it uh, from Cartoon Network to their animated movie to they. And I got to tell you, Sonny, if you get a chance ever to watch Titans season two. Yeah. Is the adaption of the Judas contract. There's so much they, they, they switch a lot because time to change, but there's so much in it that is it. And I think that's the best death stroke we've seen ever up to this point. Um but getting into the book, uh it starts off with basically all them training. Um Dick Grayson's nowhere to be found really at the beginning of the book. Uh we see Tara and everything that she's going through with uh, training with Changeling with that at the time. It wasn't Beast Boy. Um, Starfire, Cyborg, all of them. Which I do like Cyborg more now after reading this than I think I've ever liked him before. I, I think he's a Teen Titans character. I don't care what anyone says. I, I don't think he belongs to Justice League. Um, but going through the book, it, it, it gives you the breakdown of how Slade became who he was. Um, it's, how can I put it? The whole book is, to me, like, one of the best older books I've ever read. Like, arcs. Like, everything was so well put together. I mean, uh, Wolfman and Perez do an amazing job on whatever they touch. And I will give them that. Uh, but going forward with the story, uh, most of the Titans go missing, uh, Deathstroke shows up trying to capture or kill Dick Grayson. He gets out, uh, he can't go back as Robin because he know everyone knows who Robin is. So he becomes Nightwing. And the first time we actually get to see it, he is the whole monologue of how, you know, Batman taught him this, but. Superman used to talk about the Nightwings back, you know, on Krypton and so on and so forth. Um, Dick Grayson meets uh, Slade's wife and his son, uh, who is now now Jericho. Um, they talk about their past, what they went through. Uh, and it, from, I couldn't put it down. This is, I'm, I'm honestly shocked, so... I don't want to give too much away at the end if you haven't read it. 
10 out of 10. And that's, I think that's going to be the first time Sonny's actually going to be happy about something. Yeah, it, it, like I, this review is, is not tough to do. It's just every issue had something where if I say it, it gives it away. And if no one's seen it, or like on any type of medium, like either movie or TV, like I, it, it gives too much. And I feel like you this week, where I'm like, yeah, um, it was great. Uh, ten out of ten. <laughs> this, this, and it. It was that good. I, 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 it's a little dated. There's a couple times where like Cyborg's talking about Michael Jackson and Donna Summers, uh, and you know with Slate it was the Vietnam War and everything else. Um, but with that, even with that datedness, it it didn't take away from the drive of that story and how Action Pack did become and every twist that happened. It, it was great. I loved it. So, thank you for that, Sonny. I actually, I have, which is funny, the issue 44, which is the first appearance in Nightwing. And I've never read it. I just got it because I like Nightwing. And now that I read it through, I'm like, it, it means so much more to me now. Good, man. Happy that you were able to enjoy it. Because, yeah, that's, you know, the Judas Contract is one of my favorite DC stories. So, I'm like, you know, I want to give you something that I, I think you'll like. And well, there you go. And yeah. It was 10 out of 10. And then, actually, the one I have is uh, the deluxe edition. So okay. it comes with a few issues before the actual cutest contract. And, like and, the lead-up, kind of? Yeah, the lead-up that has um, Dick Grayson actually leave, or say he's done being Robin. Like, yeah. he gives it up, and then it had the um, uh, Wally West Flash leaving, saying he's done as well. Yeah, because they did, they did mention that when they were talking to uh, Deathstroke, and they are like, what about the Robin, or what about Robin in uh, Kid Flash? And he goes, Kid Flash ain't part, or ain't part of the Titans no more. If you want him, you're going to have to pay me more. And he's like, as for Robin, we're working on it. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they were brought up, which is cool. And I did want to bring up something to you. There is one that I want you to check out because of the fact that you did bring up Jews Contract. It's, I think it's like an 80-page, like, oversized issue. But it's a dark multiverse Judas Contract. It's what happens if Dick Grayson stayed with the Titans instead of left them. Like one little thing, like kind of like that butterfly effect. One little thing changes the course of the whole story. Okay, yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah, uh, I'd like to check that out because, like I said, I love the story and I like stories. Oh, like you'll love those what ifs. You'll love that. So cool. And uh, one thing I like to bring up too with the Judas contract is I thought it was interesting how they called Deathstroke the Terminator in there. Oh, it was it was all over like and yeah. that, and that was before his solo series, his first main solo series, and because after that they it was literally called Deathstroke the Terminator. Yeah, and when I was looking up like why did it change or when did it change, they said it was really because of the Terminator movie. Yeah, yeah, that they changed it because they didn't want it to be, they didn't want people to get confused. So, Slade Wilson the Terminator became Slade Wilson Deathstroke. Right. So, but yeah. So, uh, Sonny, uh, I guess it's for the first time you're giving us a book that both of us are going to be reviewing. All right. Well, I know you're excited. I know you've been uh, expecting a certain classic. Spider-Man. I can't hear you, bud. 
Spider Spider-Man the original clone saga. Oh dear god. Yeah, uh if we do that, can uh, you get a new co-host for that day? I'm just messing around. <laughs> so there was my joke. There's my surprise to you. Thinking, we're nice. thinking you're gonna do that, but the real my real pick is Daredevil: Born Again by Frank Miller. All right, cool. I can't wait to get into that one. That one I, that I've heard, I've heard so much about that book, but I've never had the chance to actually see it or read it. So I'm excited to actually dive into that one. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited to go over it with you. I'm excited to have you read it. Uh, it's a pick I think you you should definitely read, and we'll see how it goes. So, no Spider-Man clone saga at least yet. <laughs> Maybe one day. Yeah. But that that know. that's when we get down to we don't have anything else left. Uh, what do we pick? Oh, <gasps> clone saga. <laughs> Maybe your your birthday, man. Happy birthday. Yeah, there you saga. go. <laughs> All right. Wait, so there you go. The next one was Daredevil: Born Again. All right, and that is the episode for this week. Don't forget to tune in next week at 5 for the pre-show, 5.30 for the main show. Sunny will be hosting. We're going to keep taking turns until everyone's sick of us taking turns. Um, don't forget to follow us on our YouTube channel where we post this awesome laggy video. Well, not this one because Sunny had his mask on the entire time. Uh, over at <laughs> the Codex Podcast, make sure to check us out on Spotify, Google Podcast, and everywhere else you can find our po- or podcast in general at the Codex Podcast. Um, thank you guys again. This has been another great week. Uh, hopefully my eyes healed up and I feel a lot better for next week's episode because this week I did not. <laughs> um, but again, guys, thank you again for uh, joining us, and we'll see you guys next week. I'll see you guys next week. All right.